All right. Well, you got any closing thoughts on this, uh, this shit show? Shove it up his ass, pull it back out, and throw it at him. Look like some of those assholes that go to the Renaissance Festival. He just got time for all this shit I tell you action figure. What's this 1991 WCW? You can throw his shit out of the ring if you want to. Greatest moment, greatest hold, greatest maneuver. I don't think it was a pillock, I think it was a plunker. No way! That is a child! Right. The same behind the back. Doesn't butt something. Rules is when you gotta fucking sodomize your opponent with the flag of your choosing. This is the Year of Duke and Rogue, Series 2, Episode 8. I am your host, Duke Baggs. Kevin Rogue. And he's Kevin Rogue. This week, we're tackling one night only, a pay-per-view live from England in Birmingham at the NEC Arena. What is NEC? NEC? NEC. What is that? National Exhibition Center. So do you think that they... Have you ever heard of a National Exhibition Center before? No. Okay. Neither have I. But you you think they could they could have non exhibition events at the exhibition center? I mean, it's it, I'm sure it's allowed. Okay. So, I mean, you could call this a, an exhibition, maybe. No, you can't. No. No, man, exhibition doesn't count. This shit counts. Okay. Savio's on this card. This shit counts. Okay, I missed the mark. All right, this one took place on September 20th, 1997, in front of 11,000 fans in a sold-out Birmingham arena. So to start off, we get a we get a Davy Boy Smith package narrated by JR. We'll be defending that European title against the Heartbreak Kid and the main event of the card. Yeah, how did you did you have strong feelings about that Davy Boy package? No. Yeah, neither did I. And the thing too, like it aired on what was it like Sky Sports? And I don't know if it. Had, I didn't do the research. I don't know if it actually aired in the states or if it was a you know on VHS later situation. But if it's only airing on Sky Sports over in the UK, why do the Davy package? Like Davy's already got the like Davy's already got what he. People love him, right? They're into Davy. Well, that's why you give him the package. But if he's already got the love, why does he need? You don't need more love. He's looking for all the love he can get. Right, but you could have you could have very well have put, say, I don't know, Savio Vega package there. They could have. Maybe get Savio some love. Maybe maybe have Savio, the Puerto Rican, be endeared by the uh, the United Kingdom fans, fans of the United Kingdom. There you go. That's probably better. I don't think they much care for those Mariquas. Well, I do. So this, uh, <laughs> the flyer for this event featured Ahmed Johnson taking on The Undertaker and Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Steve Austin. Did it? Neither I of those happened. That. Yeah, I didn't see that. So instead we get Bret Hart taking on The Undertaker and what else do we got? Well, there's a ton of matches. We got Shawn Michaels trying to and be the that bulldog, going for that championship of Europea. 
So, so when uh, it open when it opens this like the set kind of grabbed me right. It looked like a Monday Night Raw set, and they had that kind of lifted. I don't know if it's a lifted ring or a sunken crowd, but it was kind of. It's always nice to kind of see that difference in like setup, I guess. Mm. The set was the set was cool. It was kind of like a raw set in a lot of ways. It was pretty cool, but then you had those two damn jokers standing there on the entryway. Uh, they're all dressed up. Uh, what would you call their 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 garb? They look like some of those assholes that go to the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, I I actually missed those guys the first time uh, I watched it, but they're kind they kind of remind me of those, you know, those guards at the gates that don't move. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but that's like a completely different outfit. It is. It is. Okay. All right. I, I just, I, I didn't really recognize the uh, the attire they were wearing. It was kind of a Renaissance fair type of feel. Yeah, it was. But just to have two just random dudes stand there the entire time, what do you figure they get paid? hundred bucks. hundred bucks to stand? That ain't a bad gig. No, it's not a bad gig at all. So, well, this guy opens up with Triple H versus Dude Love. This is at least the third show this year that's opened up with these two. But wait, and uh, this is the first time Dude has opened up the show. Well, Foley, Dude, and the dude gets a promo. What do you think of the promo? I love Dude. Love his promo. Love what he does. Love his music. So McMahon keeps referring to Foley as his dudeness. <laughs> <laughs> throughout that, this match that that part kind of sucks it's like he's trying to ruin the dude yeah yeah early early in <laughs> oh dude dude was doing chops in this match like a mother did you notice that oh he yeah made a couple like austin powers references and dude love was doing the austin powers do, judo chop like throughout the entire <laughs> match i'm like what why is this th- that and i don't remember a lot of dude love doing the, the judo chops throughout his his uh his matches there but he was just chopping this shit everywhere and then i think was it king calls him a pillock you know what a pillock is i don't think it was a pillock i think it was a plunker no it's pillock i looked it up i i could swear i i know i heard plunker at some point well i wasn't right here man because i was very i was very, i i got to be very selective in my notes only being able to use so many of my fingers trust me it was pillock I think it was Plunker. All right, well, you you could think what you want. I know it was Pillock. What the what the hell is a Pillock? It's a dumb dick, which is what you're being right now. <laughs> so the crowd's really into this. They're nice and noisy. I mean, we got China. She's a big talking point here. Is she? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, this was, a, this was a good match. I, I always enjoy watching the dude. We get a sweet shin music attempt. And he missed. How do you miss the sweet shin? That's that's the thing. I don't know. Leave it to the dude, man. We'll leave it to Triple H to get out of the way. He had him in a trio woe. Do you remember the spot? Put him in a trio woe. And then he started, he started throwing more of those judo chops to the leg. Yeah, he was he was throwing around those judo chops pretty liberal, liberally for sure. Yeah, and then uh, at one point I think I think Kyoto does that classic ref spot where he finally he ain't taking the shit no more and he, he shoves he shoves Triple H down. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose it's about time that the refs stood up for themselves. They've been getting abused. 
Right. I'm just always I'm always shocked when a ref fights back and shoves a wrestler and the wrestler goes flying like a mother. But <laughs> but but the ref like if the ref gets tossed to the outside, he's out for a good 22 minutes. Right. Right. There's a there's a weird dynamic with that ref in there. You know who didn't wasn't out for 22 minutes when they got tossed to the outside? Huh. Danny Davis. I miss that guy. Yeah, I think we all miss Danny Davis. One of the one of the great angles of days past. Take a moment of silence for Danny Davis. Is he dead? He's got to be. All right. Well, if that was a nice moment of silence, if he's passed, if he's if he's not, boy, we sound like a couple of real jerks. <laughs> Man, the dude got a nice kick in the junk. I suppose you caught that. I no, I did not. You missed it? I missed it. Oh, you got to go back and watch, man. I'll have to watch just for that, of course. Class, classic kick in the junk. Well, let me walk me through it. What was the setup? Um, it was, you know, he just kind of, he just kind of crept up. It wasn't, it wasn't like a shin music. Okay. You know, it wasn't like a shattered dream, just wind up and nail him. It was okay. just a, kind of a standing, uh, standing kick to the junk. Kind of caught me off guard. That's why I made note of it. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I missed it. So just bringing it back to the back to basics. That's good. <laughs> Start the next match. We're going back to fundamentals. <laughs> fundamentals in the middle of match. <laughs> yeah. So the game takes a hell of a slingshot from the dude. Hits the post. I love that spot. That is, that's always a good spot. And I was thinking about it when I saw that was, you think it was, perf that first perfected the taking the slingshot and hitting the ring post Uh, i'm trying to think here um it might have been he's the one that you remember the most but uh, i guess i haven't watched it the only other guy that i can think of would have been uh god what was his name nature boy not rick flair nature boy Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers. He did. He did slingshot, huh? I'm pretty sure that's who I'm thinking of. That's a hell of a spot. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. I don't. I don't remember. Some of those, sometimes you get lost watching a lot of those those black and white matches. But yeah, the uh, well, it gets a good back and forth. The dude had a few close calls, but Triple H ends up getting the win after Pedigree. And what, was the ne- what was the next segment on this now? I'm, tr- I'm having a hard time keeping up with my notes. They're all, they're all, my, my notes are horseshit this time, man. What so, so we, we go to the back with the, with the rabid fans from Great Britain and they're getting, uh, they're getting asked who's going to win the match between uh, HBK and the Bulldog. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, there's a lot of support for HBK. I think he was still kind of a face at this time. Yeah, uh, this is like the beginning of him being a bad guy. Was it was it one of the fans in this where he said, "What has Sean done the last six months outside of lost a smile or something like that?" Do I, am I remembering that accurately? That might have been in there. Yeah, there was. A, well, I, I mean, it know. didn't really matter because the next thing that happened, Sonny, Sonny, I yeah. know you want me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I want her. She, she yeah, looks that, great. She looks great. That song sucks though. 
it's appropriate. Gets the job done. Yeah, you're right. Like Sexy Boy, that's not a great song, but it's gets to the point, you know. No. And she comes down to introduce the next match. Now, before we dive into this next match, <laughs> I'm going to reference our last episode because I think our last episode I said towards the end of it that I was going to call it, I'm going to like this event more than than the, the last event, the, the ground zero. You were looking forward to this match in particular, I remember. Yes, I was. Uh, so I know we were only one match in, haven't even started discussing the second match, but I can tell you, I did not like this event more than than Ground Zero. And this is part of what played into it. So Sunny comes down, right? She looks great. Phenomenal. Good job, Sunny. She introduces Tiger Ali Singh and his papa. Uh, Who the fuck is this guy? They make him out to be some, some big deal. Yeah, he's a, he's a great big deal. Uh, but you have Tiger Ali Singh and Tiger, who was it? What was his father's name? Jeet yeah, Tiger Jeet Singh. A uh, couple of Canadian fellas, right? So I, I can appreciate them in, in that aspect. The he does like this weird promo where at this time in the in the Federation, it's you know everybody, you know it's about beer swilling and flicking off your boss and you know motioning like you're jerking off or blowing a guy. Like it's it's you know it's it's we're really starting to creep into an actual open the doors to the attitude of the attitude era yeah and he comes out and he does this like anti-drug promo and he's facing leaf cassidy who's you know al snow who's great we can agree al snow is great he does not look happy to be there he doesn't look happy to be there and give it give it tiger ali saying the mic was a mistake yes he gets booed and yeah right. he, de- he delivers this weird promo about you know about being drug free and calls himself the true messiah yeah and he gets like a weird reaction of some blue booze and scattered applause it, it was strange yeah. and then his his dad gets on the damn mic and starts speaking in some other language and we're underway yeah <laughs> so. yeah and this so i i was really i was looking forward to this match and as soon as they gave tiger the mic and he started talking. I kind of lost all my uh, excitement to watch this match. Just the, the promo. The promo was weird, man. It, it was just, it was strange. I don't know if he thought he was going to get a big, big round of applause or a bunch of people were going to start backing him. Like if he was, maybe he was like a national spokesman for Dare. I don't know. But it was. <laughs> At least that would have been something. Right. Give the guy a fucking Dare shirt, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Because so he's. He's a guy from Canada who's got like a Middle Eastern sort of vibe and name to him, which is it's just a weird, weird kind of gimmick he's got. Yeah. I mean, either either way, it's. Uh, so the crowd you know. don't really care about this match. They're pretty indifferent. Yeah. And it was a uh, what was it? A <laughs> top rope bulldog for the finish. And we move on. <laughs> <laughs> So there's not a lot in this match that that's very good or entertaining. And that's the problem with this, this match. Al Snow is good. Al Snow is very good. And right now he's leaving. And you can kind of see the, a little bit of the, what was going to become, you know, the next uh, version of Al Snow and that character, right? Where you're starting to see him becoming the Al Snow character and Leaf Cassidy is starting to crack. Right. But they did this bullshit where 
he was with Marty Jannetty and they were the new rockers and Marty's gone. And they're like, Hey, you remember when we did, when the rockers split up and we let Marty be the lone rocker and we still had him wear the rocker attire and had the rocker music that didn't work out at all. So when Marty is now gone and we will have Leaf Cassidy, who'll be the lone, the lone rocker and he'll still have the rocker attire and the rocker music and it won't work out, but we'll do it anyways. Yeah, it didn't work. No, you can't have the lone rocker. So I blinked and I missed this match and had to watch it again and it was a waste of time. Yeah. The king <laughs> king king gets some loving from Sonny, so good for him. Yeah, good for him. So business finally picks up here. We got the headbangers of Los Bariquas. Uh you guys. <laughs> Bariqua! Actually, you know what? This is another reason why I don't like this event. I'm gonna I'm gonna I I, I gotta bring back down my excitement for the Bariquas. They had new music. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I did notice that because as soon as I, as soon as the Bariquas, I saw them coming out, I was ready to start. Because sometimes, you know, I get excited watching the Bariquas. I might sing along every now and again, right? When At least when it gets to one part where it goes, Bariqua! Right? Very excited. This, no dice. They had new music. It was a little bit slower, a little bit more, uh, I don't know, depressing probably is the way to go. But the well. bangers... The bangers come down, and the crowd loves them. Oh yeah, this was uh, this was very. I, I didn't know if the crowd was going to love them, but they they were really they were all for the bangers. First match, crowd was into it. Second one was a snooze fest, and this one they're they're back at it. Oh, this is where the king calls Thrasher a plunker. Gotcha. So what was the what did he call the 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 dude a picket uh, or something? Yeah, yeah, he called him a picket. It was something man. like that. Man, your listening skills have really deteriorated as we've gotten older. I'm getting a, old, man. A pillock. A pillock. Yeah, yeah. They're they're really trying. I mean, this is basically a UK exclusive event, so they're they're trying to throw in the, uh, you know the. The slang and lingo. So no, it's a, King King is doing this bullshit. King's sliding these other things in there. Yeah. Well, you you guys are finally getting their due here. They're getting title shot. So yeah, yeah, they are getting a title shot. Man. They are. What do you think of that uh, that flying ass splash into the corner? Hell of a hell of a spot. Great spot. Wonderful spot. Uh, Savio hits a spin kick again. Right, always got to love that spin kick, but this is one thing that I was thinking. Do you think that it would have been better had the Bariquas not worn the white pants? That was part of their gimmick. What do you? White what? pants is and that's not a that's not a good look. I don't like white. Do you own any white pants? No, no, neither do I. We got jeans, right? Blue and light blue. I'm a man. I got yeah. jeans. Yeah, I've got some got some fucking black ones, dude. Jeez, that's pretty tough there. Take it, take it easy there, Johnny Cash. But don't... <laughs> so, so you think uh, you think a different color of pants might have yeah. done it, huh? Well, like like white pants aren't something that like you associate with tough guys, and Savio's a tough guy. They are tough guys. I, I learned something in this uh, in this exchange here. I was told that Miguel is famous for his high-flying aerial assault. 
he does hit some aerial moves in this in this matchup. I mean, I I figured he was just he, he's a very hairy man. You know, that's kind of his his calling card. That's true. Um, the king also said that he's famous for, for wearing out two electric razors in a single day. That was that could, decent that. line, you know. Yeah, but, it's not uh, bad. But what he, what is it? Is he saying that he's shaving his 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 body? All of his all of his stuff. Yep, just keeps yeah, coming back that quickly. Um, I don't know. Probably takes a couple of days. I would guess so. But the the Bariquas, they're they are a hell of a team here. They're giving us a lesson in tag team wrestling. They're great. God, uh, where was the rest of the Bariquas though? That was that was what I want to know. I bet they got their passports were denied. Mm, Could have been. Yeah. We didn't see them at all, which is strange. Yeah, but Savio and Miguel are a formidable team. Miguel spent the the majority in the ring. Uh, we finally get Savio. Uh, well, of course he did. He's Savio's the boss, right? So the boss can sit on the outside and direct traffic and, and kind of say, no, you you know, do better. The boss doesn't need to be in the ring. The boss on the outside, he's, he's like the foreman on a job. Well, he finally gets in there and Thrasher's making a comeback. Uh, I kind of like this match. This match is all right. Two, two you know, fun teams. How many Not, stars do you? How many stars do you give it? Well, if I'm going by your your system of stars, there's an automatic two and a half. Yep, minimum. I, I'd probably give it another one on top of that, so three and a half stars out of five. Three and a half stars out of five. That's a pretty good rating. And uh, we get what do we get? So Savio takes a, a belly to back, and it looks like he's just taking a nap in there for a while. <laughs> so. Mosh gets in with the head of steam. There's a Frankenstein from the top, gets a near fall. And then we get the old, the trusty, did they have a name for this? The the flying, you know, junk to the face splash from the top that got the job done? Yeah, that's, that's the stage dive, man. Oh, that's what that is. Didn't we talk about that, like WrestleMania 13? I don't think they were on the card in 13. Yeah, they were. They were in the, the, the Four Corners tag match. At 13? Yeah, they won the match to get the right to face the champions the following night on Raw. Huh. Remember? That, it was, that it seems, was so, it seems so long ago, man. That was, was like eight them, episodes ago. It was them, the new Blackjacks, uh, the Godwins, and Furnace and LaFon, who are still missing. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah, remember? And the Blackjacks go, right again. And I, they didn't? No, they're, they, they're gone. They're gone. That, so the weird thing was, didn't they? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm I'm not sure if I'm right on this or not. But wasn't there a power bomb to one of the headbangers, and the other banger came and hit the stage dive to win? Yeah, it was kind of a, a weird. Yeah. Like I remember it being kind of strange the setup to it, but it was kind of sloppy. I've 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 noticed with these bangers matches the endings are a little complicated and there's been more than one occasion where the spots have been timed a little off and it seems kind of strange when they finish it up right um but we know it's the the bangers fault it's not the the bariquas uh the bariquas are professionals i guess right i mean you look at the bangers you're not thinking professional no no (laughs) 
You know you're not. Like the Bariquas could go out for a job interview right after the match. Right? Probably get the job. The bangers, they they are not getting the job. Mm. Well, you know who is getting the job? Davy Boy Smith. He we get him in the back talking about his sister and how he's dedicating the match to her because she's sick and yeah. his, his whole family's gonna be there. Which is nice. Again, Heart Foundation, good, solid values, family you, stuff. You like that tribute? You think it's no. appropriate? No. No. No, I don't like it. I don't care for it, but um, he did, so that's that's good for him. Well, I if mean, you were to have a if you were to have a match, and you were say you were Davy, right? In this instance, you're going to be Davy, and you're going to have a match. Who would you dedicate the match to? Why do you got to dedicate the match to anybody? Well, see, I, that was going to be a really nice opportunity for you to say that you'd dedicate the match to me. So, and you didn't. So we'll move on. Okay. Fair enough. Next up, we got the Patriot and Flash Funk. <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't dedicate the match to me. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted a match, man. I, I didn't know that I had to ask. <laughs> You want me to dedicate the next match to you? That would be nice. Okay, fine. This next match between the Patriot and Flash Funk, dedicated to Mr. Jobin Rogue over there. Thanks, pal. Uh, yeah. So it the Patriot means he, a lot. Patriot, he gets a healthy amount of booze coming out. Of course out. he does, man. That makes sense, right? So what do you what do you think of this match? A couple of decent workers, huh? You know, they really are, but it didn't seem like they were, they worked decently together. I think that like Flash Funk is always very smooth. Like that's one thing in all the matches you see him in when he's in the ring, he, he's very smooth. And we've said, we've said it before that the Patriot can definitely go, but you put these two components together and it just didn't, it just didn't work out very well. <laughs> yeah. I don't got much on this one. Um, we get, one point, we get an the, Uncle Slam. Yeah, we do. The, the, the fun, I think the funniest spot in the match was I mean, Patriot catches one of Flash Funk's kicks and kind of sets him down and then just stands there and waits for a clothesline. It's like, what? what, what you just wait for a clothesline. You can't. Wait a second. You said you didn't like this match and this is the one you dedicated to me? Yep. Friendship on the rocks. So. <laughs> what you get for forcing the dedication man it makes sense vince said that funk went for a whirling dervish did you catch that (laughs) do you know what the fuck a whirling dervish is no neither do i but i think it's important i mean for you and me and the listeners that we find out what a whirling dervish is a whirling dervish okay i'll go on the i'll go on the hunt here why don't you you got any other spots in this one I got the whirling dervish already. Oh, you got an uncle Wait. slam. Whirling dervish. Uh, whirling dervishes. <laughs> no, okay. maybe I don't. I don't got it. <laughs> I got nothing here. It's a physically active meditation that originated amongst Sufi groups. Huh. Uh. Okay. Their famous practice of whirling as a form of remembrance of God. 
So this is a spiritual thing Flash Funk is doing here. It says a 700-year-old ritual. <laughs> steered by rhythmic breathing and chants. Flash Funk was doing none of those things. Maybe he was, and we missed it. He could have. He could have. I, uh, I didn't really. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get into this match. Patriots cool. He won. Yeah, he like, got the victory. You know, I, I would have rather seen Flash Funk win. And I wish they. I wish. I wish they would have had a better match. It was much better than the. It was much better than the Tiger Ali Singh and the Leaf Cassidy match, but that's that's setting the bar pretty low to be comparing it there. So it wasn't it wasn't fun. It, it wasn't exciting. It was it was just and like why Patriot versus Flash Funk? Why does how does a guy go from fighting for the world title in the main event at the last pay per view to fighting Flash Funk in the middle of the card? Because that pretty much sinks them, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, that was a pretty quick fall. Right. So, I, I don't know. I don't think it was very good. I didn't enjoy it. I think that the high spot was Vince saying he did a whirling dervish. Mm. Well, up next we got the continuing uh, <sighs> blood feud here between the Legion of Doom and the Godwins. So at this point, I think it's important for me to, to, to mention. I was really looking forward to this pay-per-view. Right? A yeah, lot. Yeah. And I really thought it was going to be fantastic. And there hasn't been on, on the card yet. I got a little enjoyment out of the dude, right? right. I always love watching the Bariquas. But there, this is just, this is a, this is a parade of shit. And LOD, that's pretty harsh. LOD versus the Godwins. We've we've seen that quite a few times at this point. I don't think the feud is doing anything. You like you can't say that it's elevating LOD because how much higher can LOD elevate, right? They're a tag team that doesn't need the belts to be, you know, in in the picture, right? They're they're established. They're there. It's not doing much for the Godwins if the Godwins keep getting their ass kicked by the LOD. Right. It's not. It's not good. It's not. It's not fun. This is not what I. This is not what I want to watch. We get a ten-minute just slobber knocker. That uh, match went ten minutes. Yes. Here's how highly I think of it. I made one note. What's What's your note? Doomsday device. Lod wins. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, similar to the last match. Not much to say here. No. It's uh, kind of a repeat, you know, mm-hmm. with the with these two teams. But I get what you're saying. I don't. I don't know what this does for the LOD or the Godwins. Either team. And mean, meanwhile, the the Bangers are fighting the Bariquas for the straps. Earlier on, which is strange. Right. Yeah. It's 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 not. I don't know. Not fun. I don't. And I hate, like, I don't want to be the anti-LOD guy, right? Because I'm not an anti-LOD guy. I like LOD just fine. But the more that we see them, the less I think they're one of the better tag teams. Mm. They're legends, man. They're the ultimate warriors of the tag team division. 
They are. They got a few, they got a few more maneuvers. Yeah, they do. They got they more do. more staying power. But that's because there's two of them. Right, right. And they'll, I mean, they'll give you a promo. They'll yell at you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me, it seems to be. <laughs> yeah, we, we got these two at the last show and probably the show before that, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, business picks up a little bit. Next, we get Vader and Owen Hart. Oh, well, what about Ken Shamrock and JR? Oh, I just skipped over that, didn't I? Yeah. Oh yeah, Billy Gunn. He gets the Billy Gunn gets the business. That was that was great. No, that wasn't none of that. No, no, Billy Gunn get the good. So, what they say? Did Ken Shamrock had like a, a internal bleeding or ruptured spleen? They they named off an injury, and it was from taking a spine buster. And I don't know if he was actually injured or not no idea if he was actually injured or not but putting ken shamrock putting a mic in front of ken shamrock's a bad idea mm. he's in the zone man oh fuck the zone the, <laughs> rockabilly comes down and uh, <laughs> it was nice to see rockabilly yeah I, di- I didn't know that i missed him you didn't know that you missed him because he hadn't been around for a couple weeks <laughs> yeah. So it was it was it was funny to see him come down and kind of you know tell Shamrock that he wasn't much of a man for being injured and then he gets thrown in the ankle lock. It seemed like more filler. Mm. And then we get Bret Hart backstage being interviewed. What do you think of that that action? That was that was important. That was important. So Brett's giving a pretty standard, like, I'm a good guy type of a promo, right, backstage. or He's kind of an interview. Vince is interviewing him, but Brett's backstage, and Vince is obviously at the commentator's desk. And he's kind of just doing the regular good guy that Brett Hart is, kind of a promo. And then Mr. McMahon says something along the lines like, well, I don't think these fans agree with you. You hear that, Brett? And, like, the fans are booing him. And he goes, does it matter to you? And Brett just, Brett just looks at the camera and he goes, it does matter to me. And I was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> like, and it looked like, it, it seemed like when he said that, he was being truthful. Like, it does matter to him what the fans think. Mm. And like, that was, that was kind of, that was kind of nice. That was good. It matters to Brett. And you know what? It damn matters to me too. Brett matters to me. And I matter to Brett. Well, that's good. That's what I thought. What did you think of it? I thought it was good. You know, um, you know, the British fans, they appreciate Brett. There was quite a few boos for Brett. There was. Well, so they, and they, this, don't, they don't know what they want over there. Well, that's a pretty rash generalization. But <laughs> <laughs> so Vader and Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't got much on that on that segment. Yeah, I, I I thought it was decent. I think it was the. It was. I think it was much better than the the Shamrock Jr. segment with mm-hmm. Rockabilly coming down. I, I don't know. It was a nice little interview spot. Man, Rockabilly's theme. Let's listen to that thing all day. 
Yeah, you take that over the dude love theme? Oh man. I don't know. I don't think you do. Lots of lots of good tunes floating around this time. Or the honky tonk man theme? You take that over the honky tonk theme? No. It's in the same yeah. class. It's like a B side. It probably is a B side on that that same album. Yeah. So Owen Hart, he's he's just adamant about getting this damn sharpshooter on the big man. Yeah. The, so again, remember when we watched WrestleMania 13, and mm-hmm. they had Vader and Mankind versus Owen and Davy, and Vader and Owen worked great in the match, and I was like, man, I don't remember them running a program together, but they seem to work very well. I would like to see that. Then we saw this match, and I changed my mind. I did not want. I do not want to see a program with Vader and Owen. It, it, it was. It was. They worked well enough together, but they didn't work great together. But again, in the small sample size of, of the WrestleMania 13 match that we got of them in the ring together, I thought they looked great. Tonight, they they didn't look great. Not at this pay per view. Jr. says wrestling is about leverage and science. What kind of science? It was interesting he said that, and then he immediately followed it up with something like, you know, Owen is a master artist. Right. The craft of wrestling or something. Right. I mean, we were just talking science. Now we're talking art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, all, he's all over the fucking place. Yeah, this was in middle school again. What are we talking about here? And what kind of, like, it's not geography. I mean, it kind of is. They're in England. Okay. Right. All right. So wrestling across the pond. Right. So wrestling's about leverage and maps. It's all about the leverage. Yeah. So I'm glad that we figured that one out. (laughs) So you didn't like this one either, huh? Well, see, and I don't want to be like, you know, this match sucked. This match sucked. Bariquas are great. This match sucked. This match sucked. Hey, let's talk more about the Bariquas. This match sucked. Let's talk about Savio Vega. That's kind of how it's going. It is. uh, It's kind of. It is kind of how it's going. There was, uh, I know Owen hits uh, Frankensteiner that moved to like a weird spot where Vader got up and they kind of just didn't, they didn't start like getting right back into it again. It was very strange. And then Vader kind of backed out into the corner and Owen started throwing haymakers out. It was very, that was a very strange spot. Vader mm. went for, Vader went for a, like a, a front splash, right? He, and he nailed it. That, that second rope, like, front splash mm-hmm. just a diving second rope splash why why not go for the vader bomb if you got the time to set up the front splash it wasn't time so that it that, wasn't that, time uh, wasn't vader time yet yeah and then <laughs> owen wraps or vader wraps this weird ass leg lock on, on owen did you see this yeah <laughs> It was just a, it was just a strange. It was, just, and I, it was Vader like, well, it looks like leg locks are getting over now. Shamrock's got the the ankle lock, and we got these heart guys with their sharpshooters. I'm going to try this new one, and he just kind of like hugs and lays on the back of his leg. That was a very strange, a very strange, uh, like a submission. Was it a submission? I don't know what he was doing there. And then there was uh, the sharpshooter. He kept on going for the sharpshooter. Kept yep. on going. He was needed to get the sharpshooter in. Had to get the sharpshooter in. And then Owen, Owen, Owen Hart, right? The Rocket. Yep. The Blue Blazer. Yep. The King of Hearts. Yep. Slams Vader 
The man who beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. The man who beat Stone Cold Steve Austin slams Vader. That's pretty huge. That's giant. And don't you think that, like, after, because he attempted, or he was trying to get a couple slams in there, here and there. Do you think that he should have, like, hulked up a little bit? Do you think he should have, like, given it, like, that would have been kind of funny if he went that route with it. Vader going with the hook it up? No, Owen. Owen. And then getting the slam in. Oh, yeah, that would have. I would have liked to have seen that. Because, like, the visual of seeing Owen slam Vader was, that was great. Nobody really hulks up this time. I mean, you got the Undertaker, he sits up. Yeah, yeah, but. I mean. Man, like, the slam, so, like, even when Vader fought Hogan in WCW, like, he would give the, like, signal, like, I'm going to slam him the same way he did with, like, Avalanche. That's a big. (laughs) You know what I mean? The fucking Yeti. Yeah, the Yeti. <laughs> like, I'm going to slam. He's a big guy, and I'm going to slam him, right? No one right. didn't do that. He just kind of lifted him up and slammed him. So what's better? Hulk Hogan slamming Vader at, say, I don't know, like Uncensored 95. Or was it Uncensored 95? That sounds right. Hogan-Vader strap match? Yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been 94. Either way, either way, oh, we're getting off track here. Is that slam better than Owen slamming Vader? I like the Owen slam. Just understated, just slam him, get it done. I mean, the, the Hogan slam is legendary. Right, a lot of theatrics around it. Yeah, it's that's what you pay to see is the Hogan slam. Whereas the the Owen slam, it's a it's a surprise. It does kind of come out of nowhere. You think of Owen as you know the aerial master, the technician. Yeah. You never see, like, Brett, you never seen Brett slam a big guy. Never even bothered. He never needed to. No, Bowen probably didn't need to either, but he was so hell-bent on getting that damn sharpshooter. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's more ways to skin the cat. Come on, man. Right, right. What the fuck? Why are you skinning the cat? (laughs) So, Vader picks up the victory. Um, Not the worst match. I expected a little more out of it, I guess. Uh, it was a little sloppy, a little weird, like you were saying. So, yeah, and even like the finish of the match, because the finish of the match, I think, is probably something that uh, he went from the top rope and Vader just caught him. Like, Owen jumped from the top rope, Vader caught him, turned him over into a power slam, and that was the, that was the ending of it. So we didn't, get a, we didn't get a power bomb. We didn't get a Vader bomb. We didn't get a Vader salt. We did get Owen grabbing, locking him in the sharpshooter. That was impressive, man. Getting Owen locking him in the sharpshooter, Vader in the sharpshooter was impressive. But it was a, not a, not the finish. Like, don't you want to see the Vader bomb? Or the Vader salt? You want to see something like that? Maybe they got the signal they had to wrap it up or something. I don't know. It was kind yeah. of a short match. The yeah. previous match was longer than this one. The Godwins fucking LOD. Was it really? It was. I didn't know that at all. Golly. So that, hmm. all right. That's okay, I guess. I. Well, now so you... we're like, we're like one for four now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, they were both about, both about 10 minutes. Hmm. Well, now we get, we get, uh, couple of big knockers here we got the world championship match again man you they're uh they got it in for the hitman yep 
this is what the third or fourth show in a row where he's the champion or not in the title yeah not, not in the main not, event not in the main event yeah so of course the uh the takers looking to regain his title after getting smashed in the head with a chair at SummerSlam. yeah uh, they, they in that they they played that video package too when he got uh when he got hit by the chair by uh uh sean yeah and then yeah. didn't they didn't they play it too where he got he got hit in the head by sean taker got hit in the head by sean they played that they played that again too, yeah. yeah 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 man taker's taking some bumps yeah certainly is man so we get we get the hit man he gets pretty good reception as he should Pretty good. Yeah, it was not bad coming down, but then when Taker comes down, the crowd really got it. So that was that was rough. That was rough. You would think that uh, they would be a little bit more behind Bret Hart because the Hart Foundation in association with Davey. But Undertaker's one of those things that, like, I don't think that nationalism matters. I think people <laughs> just love it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he's kind of like a man without a country, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, he's not from parts unknown. He's from Death Valley which is in the States. But I think right now it's just Canada and the States are the ones that are having issues. It's not the UK and the States. And even still, I think that, you know, when you, when you're a paranormal entity, like the undertaker, you are kind of a man without States. So, I mean, and, and nationalism just throws right out the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like 60, I would say probably 60, 40, maybe taker. Taker. Yeah. Yeah. Taker's always kind of been like that. You know, he's not, uh, he might, he might've been the most unique character we've, we've seen. He doesn't, doesn't ever do face shit. You know, always gets over. Yeah. Yeah. I. Boy. He walks alone. He get you know, he, like you're mentioning, he gets the shit beat out of him every time. Right. Just takes it like just, a man. He just keeps on calling back. Keeps rising up. The most unique ca- character we've seen. Um, well, you know, just in terms of, I don't know, man. He's like, it's, the guy doesn't really need much of a storyline. You know, it's like, it's like he is a storyline. Unto himself. Kind of created around him, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just. I mean, he's no dude love. He's no Savio Vega. No artist formerly known as Gold Dust or Prince Ikea either. Certainly not the Heavenly Bodies. Uh, yeah, all right. I, I like I said, it's just kind of an interesting. It was interesting. Brett exposed the the turnbuckle early on in this match. That's a heel move. That is a heel move. He kind of set himself up there though, because Brett. Uh... Brett takes the chest bump. Yeah. I mean, you, you're kind of setting yourself up for disaster when you're exposing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember so, if he actually took it to, if he, if he took that to the exposed turnbuckle, but I imagine he probably did. Do you, you remember their match at, was it Rumble 96? Is that when he had the mask? Yeah uh vaguely yep okay so they work together pretty well Mm -hmm. brett and taker and taker does a really 
good job of like selling for Brett because mm-hmm. and Brett is Brett is maybe you know, half the size of Taker, but Brett's offense always looks so believable, and Taker does a really good job of selling for Brett's offense. Because usually, like the taker, like you put him in a leg, like nobody puts taker in leg locks. Nobody puts him in, you know what I mean? Like that kind right, of stuff. Right. And, and he does a really nice job selling for Brett through, you know, throughout this match, really. I think they, I, it's kind of weird that they didn't get more of a program at, at any point. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose they, they were, they were constantly crossing paths. Yeah. I mean, they faced each other for the title at SummerSlam. Yep. Um, they, you know, these guys have been the champion collectively for this whole year so far. But uh, I get what you're saying. There's no real, like, bad blood between the two, you know? No, no. It's, no, it's interesting. I, I guess, it, uh, how do you, uh, like, have two you know, two. I mean, one of the maybe the greatest big man. And mm-hmm. I mean, clearly in our generation. And then what is likely the best technical wrestler maybe ever in Bret Hart, mm-hmm. and not have like a longer bit of a program there. They, they, and so I've said this before though. I think Bret could work with everybody. Yeah, so I, I said they could have got more out of Bret and. Austin, they could have got more out of Brett and Patriot. It just seems like Brett could have had a lot more, I don't know, like with a longer program, it seems more epic. You know what I mean? Like they could have had right. those big fucking programs with with Brett and they didn't. And, and that that's disappointing. Taker, Taker would have been a good, like I say, even right now, Taker's a good example. Yeah, it's almost like Taker is kind of the middleman in the in the Hart Michaels feud, and that's another example of if if Michaels wasn't just hell bent on getting over, they could have had a much better run, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, this was a you know this is a fun match to watch. Um, always always good with these guys. Yeah. So Brett does Brett Brett locks in that. Uh ring post figure four which is classic always a good spot and brett brett locks taker up in the figure four leg lock he's really like like working the leg which is just brilliant right taker reverses that you know you just kind of roll over in the figure four and that hurts like a son of a bitch i know it you know it i've put the figure four on you you've put the figure four on me we've rolled over that that hurts like a son of a bitch when it gets reversed have you ever seen anybody tap out to that though when it gets reversed no. Yeah, neither have I. It always just kind of falls apart, you know. Uh, or it gets reversed back. Yep. You know, one of the two. And they fight. They fight. They fight a pretty good, pretty pretty solid match. Probably the best match on the card up to this point. I thought it was a really well worked match. I did get kind of thrown off when like the ring bell got involved and like Taker looked like he was going to cheat. Like Taker doesn't cheat. He doesn't need to cheat. So that was that that part kind of soured me a little bit. Yeah, he was about to give it to that's what is that how the match ended? He was he was gonna give it to Hart and then the ref no. grabbed him and then he cho- <laughs> he choke slammed the ref at some point. So they threw uh Brett got tossed into the ropes and he did that 
hanging in between the the ropes yeah like we the, stuck there like for a while the, the head shrinker or mick you know they do that 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 kind of getting stuck between and then taker just started wailing away on him mm-hmm. wouldn't stop wailing away on him and then the ref tossed the match at that point mm, so it was, a, yeah, it was that's a right dq finish with brett just getting hung and beating the shit out of which was that's a that's a tough like the dq finish in a championship match on a pay-per-view sucks right sucks and they haven't had a clean finish in a championship match have they had one this this run of episodes that we've done i off the top of my head i don't recall when the taker starts choking choke slamming choke slam slamming sons of bitches and then Briscoe, Briscoe gets damn choke slammed. Uh, I who was it? I think Owen comes down to help uh, get get Brett out of the ropes. No, it was Briscoe. It was Briscoe. I don't remember if Owen came down or not. But then Briscoe gets choke slammed. Then the ring announcer announces that Brett's still world champion, and Taker turns around <laughs> and he walks back. And that ring announcer he hightailed it and went up into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. But yeah, that's there. There has not been a clean championship finish. I don't know if there's going to be. Well, Sid and Sid and Taker. That wasn't 13. clean. Wasn't it? Brett Brett Hart was all over that one. At the end of it. Well, he came in and got his ass kicked. That was at the th- beginning of it. And then he came back. You're gonna have to re-listen, re-listen to that first episode. Maybe just rewatch the fucking event, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that that works too. Yeah, maybe take it firsthand, except for instead of our secondhand account. Of it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, well, now we got the main event. We got Shawn uh... Michaels and the Bulldog <laughs> for the European title. Whew. So I got really upset in this one really upset huh really i got very upset right so it starts off uh, bulldog comes out great ovation he's got his he's got his sickly sister with him there yeah no that that was very happy that was good that was good bulldog looks great looks like a million bucks yeah michael's coming out disgusting hideous (laughs) is that is that what did it for you that's what did it for me i got really upset all right you're gonna have to elaborate on this he comes down, right? And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of ladies that are very happy to see him, right? A lot of a lot of, a lot of young ladies. ladies. <laughs> a lot of a yeah, lot of yeah, a lot, lot, lot of ladies over there and everybody's happy. And he comes down and and he starts hugging a couple of young ladies uh and while he's hugging these young ladies, there's a young man with a British bulldog action figure. <laughs> it's a Hasbro British bulldog action figure and he keeps on like kind of shoving it in Michael's face. Well, Michaels takes it away from him, and then Michaels proceeds to open up his shorts and drop the bulldog figure down his pants. That was brilliant. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great spot. What? What? That's what you get, man. You don't disrespect the Hasbro like that. You, you didn't like the spot, huh? So now this poor kid's got an awesome Davy Boy Smith Hasbro, right? And he's just there support, like he wants to cheer on British Bulldog, right? Davy Boy Smith, that's his guy, and he's got his action figure, and he couldn't be happier. 
And now he's got a bunch of fucking Michael's ball juice on his ass, bro. So you get for shoving the figure in his face, man. No way. That is a child. (laughs) (laughs) I thought action figure. (laughs) I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, was it as brilliant as Sean starting to smooch those bras? <laughs> no, that was that was something you could probably get prosecuted for. Those gals could have been more than twelve or thirteen. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought too. I was like, first, so you're taking a kid's toy, shoving it down your pants, and then then you're smoo- smooching a couple of minors. Yeah, he was. He gave it to him. You know. Yeah, not acceptable. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to. This is before the, the match even starts here. You're, you're already disgusted, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty upset. <laughs> you can't do that to a Hasbro, man. You just can't. I think Davey actually comes down second, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Davey comes down with his sister, which, you know, good for, like, more good, positive things out of the Hurt Foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Positive things. You know what Davey doesn't do? Davey doesn't find some asshole with the Shawn Michaels action figure, shove it up his ass, pull it back out and throw it at him. Cause Davey's got a little respect, right? Doesn't find a couple of those minors start smooching them. Right. Cause Davey's got respect. He's walking down his, his sister who's ill. He's taking care of the family. He doesn't got time for all this genitalia action figure play. That's not good, man. That's not acceptable. Oh, he's a bad and guy. Then, and he's a then, bad guy, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. You're damn right. He he's p- he's pissing you off. He's doing his job. There's acceptable, and unacceptable. <laughs> all right, and taking a child's toy like th- that's got to be against the law. You can't just take a kid's toy and shove it down your pants. Breaking the law, man. Maybe they, uh, you know, maybe it's acceptable over there. Maybe they do it all the time. I, I don't think they do it all the time. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know the rules over in England. Have you ever been over there? No. All right. Maybe it's anything goes. I don't think it's anything goes. I don't think that. I think there are some definite rules. Like there's definite standard. Well, what about just being a good human? Like what about the standard of the, of that? Like don't take kids' toys and shove them down your pants. I'm thinking it was kind of a impromptu move okay right? okay impromptu move. and then he goes the he kind of the match kind of kicks off a little bit and sean sean leaves remember sean walks out of the ring gets like halfway up the ramp and he stops and instead of doing the suck it suck it you know regular front ways he puts his hands behind his back and does like a reverse i said he get you know sean gets out of the ring and he does like a reverse he doesn't do the standard front way suck it chop right puts his hands behind his back and does a butt suck it <laughs> man he's really stepping it up here well he's stepping it up he's lowering the bar uh, stepping it down now you think of a guy like rick flair right right great heel right we can agree on that oh yeah i think you think rick flair Ever grabbed a Dusty Rhodes action figure from a child? Probably not. Dropped it down his drawers? Not totally out of the realm of possibility, but it, it probably did not occur. No, because Ric Flair had a little class about him, right? 
I think Ric Flair ever jumped out of the ring and did a butt suck it. This guy's a degenerate, man. He, yeah. That's what right. he does. That's what he he's, does. He's a, all right. He's a degenerate. See, again, this is what two, three episodes in a row where you're, you're getting pissed at this character who's doing his job by pissing you off. I don't know if that's true, though. I don't think that that's true because last time it was because he was he was being a I love the fan slash you guys can fucking blow me guy, right? He was being Captain Jerkoff. Yeah, this time, I... this time he's taking children's toys, he's shoving, he's rubbing them on his crank, and then he's he's smooching the young ladies. And then here comes Davy with some class, walking his sister who's ill down to the ring so she can cheer on her big brother the European champion and the champion of class. And so this, this ends up being another kind of lawless encounter. They, they did a collar and elbow tie up where mm-hmm. Davey walked Sean to the, the, the corner and Sean actually walked all the way up the corner, which is kind of a cool gimmick. Did you, did you see that? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and then he kind of went for like a he arm dragged him off the top rope, collar noble tie up, and Sean just walked up the the turnbuckles there, and then that was that was good, that was good. Yeah, I think I think it was a good match overall. Um, it's another case of loads of interference. They really stacked the shit against Davy. Like even the referee, like he went to go throw Davy. Davy went to go throw Sean over the top rope. He had him the gorilla press slam, and he's gonna throw him out of the ring. Yeah. And the ref kept on getting in front of him. Like, you can't throw him out of the ring. I was like, what is this, 1991 WCW? You can throw his shit out of the ring if you want to. You absolutely can. Yeah, but the ref wouldn't have it. Wouldn't allow it. Maybe that's one of those laws in England. Okay. So you're telling me that they have a law in England that says you can't throw your opponent over the top rope, but you can take a child's toy and rub your crank with it. Or write the rules, man. No, neither do I. <laughs> There's got to be some decency and logic to the rules, right? So, I mean, Davey's putting up a hell of a fight. And then what the hell happens? He's on the outside, and then he, like, trips or some shit. You know what I'm talking about here? Boy, are you jumping that far ahead already? Well, I, are we going to just dwell on the <laughs> dwell on the figure in the pants for the whole Well, I, I, I'm sure I'll mention it again before the episode's over, but all right, uh, there's there's plenty of action in between if you want to you want to proceed here. Well, you don't throw Sean out of the ring, but then uh, Rude comes out. Insurance policy. The insurance policy, and all I could think of was like, man, Sean Michaels loves having insurance. Wouldn't that have been a good team? Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have been bad. Diesel was his uh, Diesel was his insurance policy. He had Psycho Sid. Right. Then he had Rude. Yeah. <laughs> he always had a guy. He always has an insurance policy. He certainly loves he loves his insurance. And did you see how big Rick Root's damn like tux was in his pants? It, it kind of reminded me of McMahon, just the way he filled out the, the right. The but suit. his pants his pants looked way too big for him. Maybe he's putting on some weight. Well, then the pants wouldn't the pants look tighter if he's putting on weight? Perhaps. Perhaps. But Root gets involved a little bit here, there, and there. And then out comes Triple H and China. Yep. 
Oh, Michaels went for the double elbow drop again. He did this a couple times now. Yep. Where he does one elbow drop, and then he does another elbow drop, mm-hmm. and the guy still kicks out of it. And I was thinking to myself, you think they're doing that to, because Savage obviously over in WCW is he was still using his flying elbow drop. Of course, probably the greatest flying elbow drop in history. Do you think that they're like, hey, Sean, do one, don't just do one, do two, and we'll still have him kick out of it. We'll make Savage's finish look weak. You think that's where they're going with it? I don't know. That was that was my grand conspiracy theory. It could could be. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. He's got a close second on that elbow drop. Beautiful, beautiful elbow drop. Yeah, and then uh, God, Davy goes for the power slam, mm-hmm. and R- Rude grabs grabs Davy's leg, won't let him power slam, so the insurance is paying off. Right. And then he comes out and fucking Davy. He slips. This is the part where you're at. He slips down in between the guardrail and the, the, the lift for the ring. He slips down there and they start beating the piss out of him. Yeah. Beating the hell out of, he gets a chin music. It's bad news outside. Bad, bad, bad news, right? The fucking, he gets a pedigree. He also gets a pedigree. Yep. On the outside. Where's, where? Is the Heart Foundation? I was wondering the same thing. There's you would th- think th- there's a big there's a big hole in this uh, encounter. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they don't show up for another like 15, 20 minutes after well, af- after Smith has basically been crucified out there. They beat the they beat the hell out of him. They Rude comes down. Rude is getting involved right away. Obviously, uh, China and Triple H get down. They're getting involved right away. And uh, Michaels rips off Davy's knee protector. Yeah, tosses it out to his wife. Yeah, this one's for you. Locks him in the figure four, and actually did that was that 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 was not a bad, like that wasn't the worst ending to the match. But I do think that they're using the ref calling it or the I will not tap out type of finish a little much at this at this point now. Mm-hmm. But to keep on having to keep on having Sean grab. China and Triple H's hands, and for them to pull. That's uh, like you go back to JR saying wrestling's about leverage and science, right? <laughs> so, but it's more effective when he grabs the ropes and pulls him up because that puts the leverage on the hold, and just pulling him out doesn't put the leverage on the hold. So, that's I thought about that when, when they were doing that. I was like, well, that's not what would apply more pressure to the figure four. For Sean, that like if Triple H was standing on the on the ringside and you lifted him up, that would apply more pressure. But just pulling him out, that didn't that didn't do anything. It looks nice though; it looks okay. But then mm-hmm. the ref just ends up the ref just ends up calling the damn match. And we got a new champion. Yeah, and we got a new champion. This is uh, this is a let's get as much heat as we can type of deal obviously i mean there and he continues to get the shit beat out of him davy yeah and finally like i said about 10 minutes too late the the foundation shows up by this time by this time the ring is full of shit Um, it's because uh what's her name martha right is it martha georgia georgia diana diana princess princess die Dirty she, die. 
she she dirty die. <laughs> she jumps in. She jumps in the ring because she's had enough. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Bad move. <laughs> but don't do that. China's in there. She will. She will. She will. She will smash your face into a jelly. She, she will. She will crush you into a pulp. You'll you'll be just a puddle of the ring. And it, that's it was bad. It was bad. Mm. But then was it Breton? Bring Breton Owen come running down. Yeah. And by this time, uh, I think that before they went with Degeneration X, maybe they were thinking about going with the triple threat. Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch that. Okay. So uh, the triple threat, I mean, insurance policy, he's long gone, but the, uh, you know, the game HBK in China, they're stroking themselves going up the, up the ramp. Okay. And yeah, the game refers to them as the triple threat. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. He called them the triple threat. Yeah. They didn't have that... a name at this time. This is, this is just Michael's and his insurance policies. He's paying a lot for insurance. Holy shit. He is paying a lot for insurance. Yeah. God, that would have sucked if they were known as the triple threat. It wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked out at all, especially after like, you know, after Michaels leaves Triple H, he can't start Triple Threat with, you know, that, no, that doesn't work at all. There'd only be one guy, it'd be him. I guess it'd be him, Pac, and he gets he get more guys, yeah. But then it ceases to be triple if it's more than three, right? That's the way numbers work. Yeah, I probably have to change the name then. Yeah, I mean, props to the Hitman for coming up with a good name. Yeah, well, uh, everything he does is just the best, man. <laughs> Except he should have been out earlier here at the end of the at the end of the match, but it does it gets a stupid amount of heat for the uh, for Michaels and company. And did um, you see? It looked like there was glass bottles being thrown in the ring. Yeah, I guess I guess this wasn't audible. Um, it made sense for Davy to win. Yeah, and I guess uh, I guess that day Michaels kind of, Michaels pulled a power play and. Uh, change the finish so golly how, how did you do it? i mean can you cite your source on that one it's jr okay uh, wow yeah yeah check it out I, I you know i believe most of what i hear in you know in these circles on the on the online i could be wrong but wouldn't it have made sense for smith to win go home on a high note yeah i think so yeah it, it didn't really yeah, I, I guess this kind of really solidified that, uh, you know, Michael's being a heel. Last time out, he was like a half and half, didn't know what he was doing. Right. Now it's he's, uh, he's, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> you know? Well, he really is. I think we went over that in his entrance. But, but do you think then, because you can't have a heel Shawn Michaels and a heel Bret Hart. Right. So is Bret Hart that you think that kind of did? Did they? I look at back. Bret is more of a good guy. You know? Well, yeah, you, yeah. Been, no, been that's what I've been saying. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I've been fucking saying. Like I told you, your listening skills are diminishing. But Bret is great, right? 
good guy, nice guy, <laughs> solid guy, doing good things, right? Right. Never taking a taking a kid's Hasbro and rubbing his Jennies on it, like man, not not smooching the youngers, right? That's not what he's doing. You're not gonna see that. No, you're not gonna see that from the hitman. You're gonna see him supporting huh. good good people. You're gonna see him put on excellent wrestling matches. You're gonna see him winning clean, right? You're gonna see him doing good positive things in his community and different community outreach programs. He is just doing positive things. So does does this does this make Shawn Michaels a heel? Or do you think that he's like the most power in between guy of all time? It's kind of like a yeah, kind of like a Hogan type thing, almost. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. What do you mean by that? I'm not sure. Well, okay, let's just take uh, just not wanting to lose. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like like a like a backstage type of situation. Yeah. Okay. He I was just I was thinking just on screen. I guess he he doesn't lose. You know, it's interesting. 93, 94, he didn't really ever win. He didn't really ever lose either. But no, he never, he never won. He never really won, but he never took a pinfall. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same type of, same type of deal here. I mean, he'll take one at the end of the year, but um, I don't know. I didn't know it. Like it, it did disgust me. But like I said, I appreciate being disgusted. If it's in the name of what they're trying to do. Okay. You know, but as, as a whole, this, this was not the spectacular that we had uh, hoped for. No, not at all. I was going to say, where do you put this? Is this the worst one we've seen so far? That can't be the worst, can it? It can be. Well, let's see. What, what have we done? This is episode eight already. Yeah. Last one was. Ground zero. Ground zero. Yeah, it was. SummerSlam had some good moments. Yep. Uh, King of the Ring wasn't good. No, it wasn't, but I, I think it was better than this. Uh, we had Cold Day in Hell. Mm-hmm. I remember what happened there. This might have been the worst. I think this is the worst. I, and I think so. And I think too, because it's like a, I believe it was a Skynet exclusive. We knew there wasn't going to be a lot of shit going on. Right. Well, yeah, we got it. We got a title change at the end. But yeah, outside but I mean, of that, very much a secondary title, like almost a whatever third. You know. it's, it's like that title was made for him. You know, uh, it's kind of like a million dollar championship, almost, you know, yeah, up until yeah. the up until this point. And then yeah. I think like a, I think a few weeks after this or or no, maybe it's a few months after this is when they we have a, we have a great moment on Raw when. Michaels takes on the game for the this title. We'll get to that. I think that's around <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that live. <laughs> Hell of that a contest. Was, that was something else. That was that that uh, we might have to do a special edition of the <laughs> of the year of Duke and Rogan. Do a day of Duke and Rogan. Just <laughs> gonna cover that Monday Night Raw because that that was that was fucking weird, man. <laughs> Well, at this pace, we're going to be going with 97, 98 for another couple of years. So we might as well milk it, you know? Right, um, yeah. I mean, what do we have for high spots here? 
you got your brew equals Tiger Ali Singh and Lee Cassidy was a throwaway. The first match was okay. Triple H yep. and the dude. Dude's good. Yeah, uh, dude's always entertaining. There was some entertaining stuff in that Bariquas match. Patriot and Funk, whatever. LOD and Godwin, same thing. Mm-hmm. Vader and Owen, a couple good spots, kind of the same thing. Uh, God, they they got this this bullshit with these title matches. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know, I guess the there was there was. A lot of good work that was done in these last two matches, but you know, yes. this, the chicanery almost cancels it out. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's the same thing as like the last the last episode. You go right. back and like it was pretty it was a pretty good damn card and it was pretty enjoyable to watch, but then the finish sucked so hard that I almost wanted to, to rate it an F plus. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you know, and this one this is not a this is not a this is not a bad uh no wait i almost did i was the opposite what it was last time this is a shit show mm. and it's not fun and it's not good so um, what i'm gonna do already is i'm gonna say i guarantee i guarantee i like the next event more than i like the event. <laughs> i i certainly hope so i got i got high hopes for the next event uh wasn't the, wasn't the next one isn't this your uh your pick for greatest uh pay-per-view greatest moment greatest hold greatest maneuver greatest pay-per-view greatest match greatest commentary it's gonna it, it's gonna best be good segment of the year yeah this we is this it. is your this is your star studied study study your star studded <laughs> your star studied studded event right yeah do you do you know anything that's on the card because i i happen to have the card in front of me I'm just gonna take a guess, okay? So I know All what right. the, I know what the main event is. We got so My, Michaels and uh, Undertaker in the cell. Yep, that's the main event. Um, I'm guessing that uh, is Hitman even on the card? Oh hell yeah! What's what's he doing? Him and Davey are in a match against Patriot and Vader. Okay. In a flag match. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. I'm guessing do you, maybe. Do you, know what a, do you know what a flag match is? Capture the flag or stick the flag uh, up the opponent's ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. The rules is to win. You gotta fucking <laughs> sodomize your opponent with the flag of your choosing. <laughs> Man. <laughs> No, I don't that's, think that's, I don't think those are the rules to the match. And you know, Viagra on a pole match isn't too far off from that. This is a, this is taking place at the NEC arena. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing that we probably got either a light heavyweight match or a mini match, right? Oh yeah, we got a mini match. All right. It's and, a mini tag. Ooh, mini tag. Who's who we yeah. got there? Max Mini and Nova against Mosaic and Tarantula. Where's your guy? I don't know. He's not in this one, but do you think that maybe, maybe Tarantula has the same dedication that Torito did to uh, be in the bowl? I can't wait to find out, man. I can't. I don't. I don't remember the Tarantula at all. So it'd be awesome. He comes out like these giant fangs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that. So who else we got? We got the factions we haven't covered yet. I imagine the nation's in there and the 
the Greek was, right? So it is the Disciples of Apocalypse versus the DOA in an eight-man tag. And we got Owen versus Farouk. That might be all right. We got the Godwins and the Bangers. Okay. And then we got the Nation against the Legion of Doom. It sounds okay. Um, yeah, it does. But I, I don't really trust myself anymore when it comes to this shit. Because I was really excited <laughs> about this card, and this card sucked. So the next card, I'm very like, I'm not going to be excited. I, I'm pretty sure that Sean isn't going to be dropping any Hasbro's down his pants. We know that there's one great match on this one, at least. So, at least we got about that. The minis. <laughs> of course yeah god that's good so it'll be fun i think the next one's gonna be fun this one this one was this one was a big letdown this one was a big disappointment mm. there was there was not i will I, I will not go back and watch this event there's nothing on this card nothing about this event that makes me even remotely interested in going back and watching it again and i watched a shitload of wrestling man i watched wrestling i mean almost nonstop. so for me to just outright say, you know what, I'm not going back to watch this ever. That kind of tells you how bad it is. That's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Well, you got any closing thoughts on this, uh, this shit show? Not really. It's a, I would, I would grade it very poorly if I were a teacher. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I don't know anybody out there that's thinking like, boy, maybe I should check this out for myself and see if it's really that bad. Don't waste your fucking time. Just don't do it. So if you want to, you can go to the spot and the entrances of the main event and you can see, you can see Shawn Michaels, but besmirching a, a classic Hasbro action figure and, and smooching some youngers. Uh, but outside of that, man, it's, this is bad. This is a bad card. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's hope for a better uh, better future here. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in. This has been the year of Duke and Rogue. We've been talking about, what was this thing you called? One night only. One night only, yeah. Um, Damn glad it was only one night. <laughs> so I want to thank you again for tuning in and uh, signing off here. I'm Duke Bags. Kevin Rogue. All right. You know, we need a tagline at the end. You got something? A tagline? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I use some taglines here.